This is our English for Everyday conversation with Will and Greg. And today, in our discussion, we're going to talk about accents and the way how in different countries we speak differently and in different regions we speak differently with pronunciations and intonations. And this idea came about uh, during the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, Will and I were talking about how it would probably be, be in the Olympic Village. And I want to ask Will today, and Will, thanks again for joining. Um, My pleasure. Which accents can you imagine being spoken in the Olympic Village? In, in the Olympics? Um, yes. Uh, well, let's see. Um, well, you know, British accent, um, American accent, uh, Chinese accent, Indian accent. Uh, yes, I mean, accents from all over the world. Absolutely. Uh, and um, I was thinking when I was looking at uh, some of the videos, mm -hmm. uh, there were the food signs were in English. Uh, right. But imagine for certain people who were ordering uh, food, um, and they had to listen to uh, or explain to the the uh, the server what they right. want. It may be difficult if you have a Scottish accent. Yes, the, that is true. You know, um, I know with some you know accents are maybe a little bit more difficult to understand uh, than others. Um, in my case, you know, I've Probably, you know, I'm based here in Southeast Asia, and I've uh, lived in uh, various countries, you know, like Japan, and uh, visited uh, 20 other countries. Um, I've kind of gotten used to, you know, let's say, you know, talking with people from, say, India or China or Japan, Korea, um, Southeast Asia. So I'm kind of familiar when they speak. I kind of understand uh, what they say. But if I were to, let's say, meet someone from, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, some other country that I haven't uh, traveled to or spent time in, it might be a little bit more difficult for me to understand. I see. So do you ever think about or worry about your accent? That's that's a good question. Well, uh, let me tell you something interesting. When I, okay, I'm now originally I'm from New York, okay? And, uh, you know, New Yorkers are known to have a New York accent, okay? and. When I moved from New York to California when I was 18, uh, at the time a lot of people would come up to me and say, oh, you're from New York, aren't you? I said, how'd you know, oh, you know, your accent? You know, but at the time I didn't really think, I thought I just spoke normal, I didn't have a New York accent, you know, because, you know, the, the place where you're from, you probably think that's normal, okay? You don't think you have an accent, but, and anyhow, so um, after moving to Japan and living there for a number of years, um, I would tell people that I'm from New York and I said, oh, really? You don't sound like a New Yorker. So, you know, maybe during the course of that time, uh, maybe I've lost, uh, you know, the accent. Um, but, you know, when I speak to people, I don't really consciously worry uh, about, you know, my accent, if I even have one. <laughs> well, I agree with you. I'm just wondering. Um, I know you've, you know, uh, as you said, you've spoken to many people in different cultures and also teaching and as well. Do you think sometimes that you change your accent uh, for your students? Um, not really. Like, uh, I don't, there's never been a time when, let's say, I would use, let's say, a British accent or speak in a British accent 
to try to explain some of the British or Australian accent. Um, what I might do in a lesson is, for example, there's some words like British English and American English, like, for example, color in America, C-O-L-O-R, whereas in British English is C-O-L-O-U-R. I might explain to someone the difference, okay, uh, you know, with spelling, um, but um, I probably won't try to pronounce it in British English. <laughs> right. I see what you mean. So you're trying to make a distinction. I right, right. Exactly. Um, uh, it, this is a tricky question. Um, I'm not sure if I have the correct answer, but do you think uh, a British accent or an American accent is better in business? Um, it depends. Like, for example, if you're an American businessman and you're traveling to the UK uh, for business, then you might be at a bit of a disadvantage, okay, uh, and vice versa. Now, I, but overall, I think there's some, okay, uh, misunderstandings that can arise. So, for example, okay, there's a story of this one uh, American businessman. He went to the UK, okay, and uh, in the meeting, okay, they were he wanted to, um, there was a topic. I forgot what it was, but he said, okay, let's table this topic, okay? Uh, so, in American English, it means to postpone, okay? So, he meant let's talk about this in the next meeting. Whereas in the UK, to table a topic means to bring it up right away, to talk about it, uh, you know, right away. So there was, there was a little bit of confusion there. So, you know, uh, that's one example. Um, another example uh, would be like, for example, uh, in American English, we say eggplant. Okay, uh, British English they say I believe it's called aubergine, uh, something like that. So it might cause a little bit of confusion. I absolutely agree with you. As you were saying that, um, I recall uh, one uh, one uh, occasion where um, my student was speaking about uh, time, right. and it, the student meant time as T H Y M E, as in the food. There's oh, a C. Time. Okay. Okay. Ah. Okay. Time. T I M E. So right. sometimes right. sounds are similar. But right. the spelling meaning are very different. Yes, that is true. That is true. I um, agree. Anyway, yeah. So here's my other question. Are there any prejudices to what accents do you think in countries? Prejudices? Do you think people look down on people if they speak differently? Um, I don't know about other countries. Well, you know, like, kind of like... Uh, in America, like whenever, you know, you watch, like we, we hear people speaking a British accent, we kind of have maybe like a stereotype of like, uh, you know, because like, you know, like, you know, when you watch James Bond, like someone is like very uh, uh, elegant and, uh, you know, uh, well-schooled or, you know, um, but I would say in the U.S., okay, there, I would say there are some maybe stereotypes within the U.S. So, for example, you know, in New York, okay. Uh, people that speak with the New York accent, it's kind of considered rather rough, okay? It's not very elegant, okay? So people might view New Yorkers as kind of on the rough side or not very friendly or a bit rude. Um, now, Texas, on the other hand, you know, if someone, uh, you know, we listen to hear someone speak in a Texas accent, we might think uh, they're very laid back or kind of uh, friendly um, in a way. So, um, yeah, we kind of have, I guess, our own maybe, you know, maybe uh, uh, in a way prejudice about different, uh, different accents.
I agree with you. I think, as you're saying, so certain people would look at James Bond, as you said, as being refined. Refined, right. That's Massey. the word. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Someone from a small area or small town or region, right. they're having a more laid-back type of accent. And so some people may not really be impressed. So it's case by case and depending on the situation. Exactly. With your accents. Um, so absolutely, I think... Um, as you said, accents and sounds carry so many different meanings for different people. And um, I know that you have, you know, as you said, used your communication in different countries. And uh, my, my question, uh, my last question of the day really is that, um, do you think your accent has changed working in Japan and Vietnam? Ah, okay. Um, well, possibly from when I moved from America to Japan, uh, like as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people would tell me, oh, you don't sound like a New Yorker compared to when I lived in the U.S. People would automatically, when I spoke, uh, they could tell I was from New York. Um, but from from Japan to Vietnam, um, I don't think, I've only been here for a fairly short period of time, uh, a little less than two years. Um if it has changed, I definitely uh, haven't noticed, uh, but I probably don't think it's changed uh, quite a bit. Um, now, you know, if when I was in Japan, you know, um, well, I could speak enough Japanese to get by, you know, I'm, it's not perfect, but, you know, I spoke with the kind of like the standard Japanese, okay? So the Japanese in Tokyo is considered uh, standard. Now, um, in other parts of Japan, for example, Osaka, you know, there's an Osaka dialect and a Hakata dialect. I mean, on occasion, um, I would kind of like joke around and try to speak to another Japanese person in the Osaka dialect or, you know, Hakata dialect. Uh, that I have done. Uh, but if my accent has changed since moving from Japan to Vietnam, um, I don't think it has. But you know, from moving when I moved from America to the US to I mean from the US to Japan, um, you know, uh, probably has. I agree with you. I think um, uh, I I for example um, maybe my accent hasn't really changed, but um, as you said, keeping standard English, and I was brought up more in a British system, right? And came to realize. Um, there's a demand for American English as well in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to adopt both uh, American and British uh, English. And um, I've learned actually new words in Japan of American English. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's really, it helps me also to learn about their accents as well in different regions of the United States, because there are certain words that maybe they use in certain areas that you would not usually hear. So um, I'm very, uh, uh, I feel uh, it's a great opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. different accents as you travel everywhere. Oh, yes. I think it's definitely very, uh, very useful, very helpful. So, yeah. So um, I I think uh, on that note, I'd like to end our discussion here. And... um, there are so many different things we can talk about. Like in our last discussion, we spoke about cultural awareness. Mm-hmm. And I think this is another example of where uh, cultures are important when we think about accents, intonations, pronunciations, 
and the tone in how we say certain things. And you mentioned the James Bond movie. Yes. Um, I think that's a very good way for us, you know, to think about when we express things to people, how we can do it. So thank you very much, Will. And My pleasure. Talk to you again. Have okay. a good, good day, care. everyone. Bye, you too.